award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. we got a fun show for you today. I'm so excited about uh, what we're going to talk about. But first, I want to turn it over to Don. Don loves to introduce uh, uh, radio stations that host our show. And uh, what better time than right now? Our radio partners right up front, WFHU, The Lion in Henderson, Tennessee. Uh, we are on the air there Saturday morning, Saturday afternoons at three, and uh, with the Wildcast Extras, we're on every day of the week at five p.m. Right, square and drive time. So we awesome. really appreciate WFHU, the Lion, if you in Henderson. Yes, if you visit our website. Uh, tnwildlife.org or you can go get here via tnwildcast.com yeah uh, you can check out all those stations uh, on our website we got a list of them at the bottom of the page uh, also uh, links to our podcasting platforms and how you can find us but uh, if you're if you're watching the show there's the list uh, there's 22 three odd stations there I believe growing yes. all the time yeah. yeah the list is growing and uh, we really appreciate all our radio partners so there's web addresses and how you can find uh uh, find a station near you. Now that's in addition to, and and if it doesn't work out that uh, you know you hear it on a radio station, you can always do the uh, social media stuff too. So yeah, yeah, we Jason's good about getting the premieres out there on social. So yeah, if you like to if you like to look at us, then you can catch us on social media on <laughs> Thursdays, normally around seven p.m. But if you like to listen, uh, you know the podcasting platform is out there, um, and then the radio stations are there as well. Yeah. So that's always fun. Shoot, yeah. Uh, well, while we're advertising, how about uh, let's talk about the hats and and the and the gear you can buy at shop.goutdoorstennessee.com. Yeah, uh, there's all kinds of hats available, and we get new things in every uh, every month almost. I mean, it's always changing, but there's hats, buffs, stickers, printed materials. We got all kinds of stuff, uh, drink drinkware, and a lot of fun stuff to choose from on our on our e store. And we're always excited about some of the new products that come in but uh, pick those up at shop.goutdoorstennessee.com we even got the new ornaments in there it's just after christmas but you could stock up for yeah, next year you never know that's when my wife always buys the ornaments is is right after the the, <laughs> the uh, season's over you know it's yeah. better prices but <laughs> yeah. i don't know that we've discounted ours yet but, right, you uh, can get one for 10 looks like or you can get the whole package for 20 so oh, you do yeah. get a discount if you buy all three and if you're uh, not watching this you'll you'll hear uh, if you're on the, listening on the radio it's uh, they're 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 unique they're they're like burned into uh I don't know what what would you call it? Like somebody used a wood burning set. Yeah, burnt, like a little wood disc and burned in images into the logo and the fish and and a deer and yeah. uh, so anyway, they're cool. Look look neat hanging on the on the tree. Yep. So and you can still support. You know, we have the pink patch hats and the pink patch for uh, breast cancer awareness. You can uh, pick up a hat there and support uh, our casting casting for recovery chapters here in Tennessee and. Uh, that's always a good thing to do, and the magazine's there. So yeah, the uh, a subscription to the magazine is uh, man, that's that's the best buy going really. You know, a year for ten bucks, um, the two year uh, price is seventeen dollars, and 
the uh, three years is only twenty five bucks, and uh, man, it's it's just good good quality publication comes out every quarter, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, plus the calendar issue, and and uh, anyway, it's it's well worth it, and uh, makes a great gift if if somebody's looking to you know uh, get something for for a member of the family that that would like to read about that. Exactly. Of course, with the uh, the uh, 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 if you buy your license and you right. get the uh, sportsman license, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, I had a little brain <laughs> fog there. Pick up. Uh, yeah, if you if you get the sportsman license, you automatically get the magazine. But if you if you don't um, go all the way and get the sportsman license, uh, a subscription to the magazine will keep you in touch. Yeah, yeah. So it's a. Uh, we appreciate our magazine crew. They do a great job in uh, putting that out. Sure do. Uh, one other thing I wanted to cover before we jump into a couple things before we jump into our, our main course today, winter trout stockings. If you go to our website, tmwildlife.org, if you sign in there or log in there, you can uh, scroll down and click the winter trout stocking icon there. Young lady holding a trout um, is the image, but you can click that. It'll take you to our, our, our schedule, and that is ever-changing. Uh, winter trout season is a slippery slope uh, no pun intended with <laughs> the snow and ice and things so sometimes the hatchery truck can't make it to certain locations so keep checking that pdf we update it as soon as we know and it's uh, lengthy too look mm-hmm. at all those stops all those places they uh they put trout in yeah so if you're watching we got the list on the screen but yeah uh, you know in in uh january we've got quite a few stockings and then it, it runs into february so just stay up to date on on that list and you'll know where those uh, trout are going, and it's a it's a put and take fishery. They want you to take take a limit home. Right, that's right. Make a meal out of them. They are uh, they're really good eating. There's a lot of different ways you can prepare those, and uh, but they are really good. Yeah. So our fisheries crews do a good job uh, providing those opportunities. It's always a fun time of year to chase trout. Yeah. So, um, last thing, Don, you want to highlight uh, the the Crane Fest? Yeah, Crane Festival. Uh, January 15, 16, of course. And uh, so Saturday and Sunday, there'll be uh, uh, extra shuttle buses so so folks can stay socially distanced, uh, mm-hmm. riding the shuttle buses out to the Hiawassee Refuge from the Birchwood School area. So it's kind of the, the headquarters is uh, around Birchwood uh, Community Center. Used to be school, now it's community center, but uh, that's that's where all the action starts. And then uh, the shuttles will take you out, take groups out to the to the refuge. There'll be spotting scopes there that you can use mm-hmm. um, if you don't have your own. Uh, but be sure and take your camera and uh, and just enjoy the day. Take the family. It's a, it's a great. It's a great event. It's normally cold, so be prepared for, oh, yeah. for we're, that. Wear layers. Wear yeah. layers, for sure. But uh, And then there's the Cherokee Removal Memorial. You can check that out, and it's nearby. Right. And, um, a lot of fun stuff to do. It's it's not as uh, full of agenda this year as, as it has been in the past just because of COVID and uh, keeping social distanced. But uh, at least we're in person this year. But one of the main draws is the American Eagle Foundation comes and does a live raptor show. Mm-hmm. So... So they'll have some hawks. They'll have, I'm sure they'll have an eagle, a uh, bald eagle, uh, and so, several other raptors that they can uh, uh, display and, and you can get up close and personal with. Yeah. So depending on when you're tuning into the show, uh, it's either happening or it's uh, on its <laughs> way. So make sure you uh, check the calendar, January 15th, 16th from 8 to 4 daily. Yes. Uh, enjoy the cranes. So. 
All right. Well, I think that gets all our public service announcements there. Uh, Don, I'm happy to have Mr. Blake Osborne with us today. Blake, how are you doing? Hey, I'm great today. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for coming. He is with the Middle Tennessee Outdoor Pursuits uh, organization with MTSU. Yeah. uh, We're going to talk about what that is and learn a little bit about Blake and uh, and they're incorporating some fishing I believe into their program so I'm liking the sound of that yes yeah, so I think that's why he's here today but uh, I just I'm excited to learn more about you Blake and learn more about the the outdoor pursuits program so first Blake introduce yourself tell folks who you are and what you do yeah cool my name's Blake Osborne and I work for Middle Tennessee State University's outdoor recreation program and uh, we basically Get people outside. Uh, our main focus is getting students outside, enjoying uh-huh. nature, uh, especially now with COVID. Uh, it's a great outlet for students to get out, de-stress. You know, if they're mm. anxious, they can get out. And uh, we do backpacking, camping, climbing, whitewater rafting, kayaking, uh, all sorts of things that you can think of. Uh, and now, yes, we are introducing fishing for the first time ever. Awesome. Yeah, no, no better place than the outdoors to social distance, right? So, That's right. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, as students on campus can, can still come together and enjoy each other's company and, and have a good time, but also be sep- you know, social distance outdoors. So. That's right. Yes, so how did you get into to the outdoors, and how did you get into camping and hiking and bike, backpacking and things like that? Sure. So I grew up camping maybe once or twice a year with uh-huh. my parents, uh, with the youth group, you know, middle school, high school. Mm-hmm. I was in the Boy Scouts and didn't quite make Eagle. I chose ice hockey over that. <laughs> uh, so kind of went a different path. Oh, that's fun. Ice hockey. Right. And then uh, go Preds. And uh, I went to college, got a job in marketing and sales. And a couple years into that, I actually quit, bought a one-way flight to New Zealand, as I was telling you guys earlier. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and ended up traveling for a year. But through that, I fell back in love with the outdoors. I did a lot of backpacking and kayaking and uh, got to teach a few people how to do that. So I was thinking, how can I do this and make money and support a family and not just be a guide out, you know, in the field all the time? And I reached out to a friend back home and he was doing this exact job that I do now. So he mentored me through it. I went uh, back to grad school at MTSU. uh, So I have a master's in sport management and recreation. I uh, got a job up in Ohio at Kent State University for a couple of years, and okay. then I've been back at MTSU since 2018 as the Outdoor Pursuits Coordinator. Awesome. So back home in Tennessee. Oh, man. That's right. Full circle. Full circle. That's great. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I, we were chatting before the show. Y'all offer a lot of things through the, the outdoor program, and uh, I think it's cool. Uh, you know, I, I graduated from MTSU in 07, and, and I didn't take part in this. I guess I just didn't see it or didn't. Didn't didn't know it uh, was an option, you know. But I did a lot of fishing while I was in college. That's where I, I fished a lot. But uh, it's exciting that you're going to introduce fishing back into it. Uh, tell us how that came about. I know um, uh, we're offering a grant, right? And that's and right. that's how you found out about it. But but you said you started digging because you wanted to add more things, right? Right. So we'd had a few students uh, every year ask, "Hey, do you guys do fishing?" And we said, "No, we do the traditional, you know, kayak climbing." Uh, camping, but we didn't really want to mess with fishing. We didn't have the gear. I don't really know what I'm doing with fishing. Um, (laughs) It's just not a very traditional campus recreation outdoor uh, activity. There might be other schools doing it. I did a Google search, couldn't find any. Mm. Um, So through COVID, there was a lot of downtime, and uh, we definitely 
weren't doing trips for uh, one semester, and then we were allowed to do some hiking and kayaking, social distanced. And uh, I had a couple other people ask about fishing, and I was like, you know what? That would be a great social distance activity. You know, you can go stand as far away as you <laughs> want. You want to be quiet. Yeah. Uh, and so I asked my supervisor, hey, can we, you know, invest in some fishing gear? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. So I was thinking maybe, you know, spend $500, $1,000. It can get really expensive. And we try to outfit people for you know, like 10 to 12 people. And I emailed the TWRA. Uh, you guys have like an info email. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to respond. And someone actually responded, a person, uh, I think it was David Lowry. And so we got to chatting and it kind of snowballed into, hey, we're going to loan you some gear. And then he kind of found out what I did at MTSU. And I'm a full-time person, you know, promoting education, outdoor safety, right. things like that. Yeah. So uh, it, it kind of snowballed into a grant proposal and then uh, we got the grant approved and money in the account, I think, right before Christmas. Yeah. So it's brand new. Brand new, and I'm just burning through the money already. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're excited about it. I mean, you know, that's what we're all about right now is trying to get people outdoors, introduce new people to the outdoors, and what better way than fishing? Fishing right. is like the gateway to the outdoors. I mean, it's, it's fairly easy to pick up. Uh-huh. Uh, licenses are inexpensive. You know, uh, it's it's an easy thing to, to get started. To, and this is kind of a, a different deal than the collegiate fishing teams, you know, because they're they're in pursuit of the the tournament trails and you know a competition and that kind of stuff. And this is this is more rec, you mm-hmm. know. It's more relaxing, uh, uh, learning how to how to get out there and enjoy it, uh, you know, without without that stiff competition and right. you know all the things that go with that so yeah exactly cool. Mo- most of the people that come on our trips are brand new to the activity uh-huh. so we um so i have 15 to 20 student staff that work for me so large part of my job is planning all this stuff but also training them and on any given semester we'll run 12 to 20 trips and i'll lead one or two of them and my staff lead the rest. Uh-huh. Uh, so we get a lot of new people. They come, they, they are fine to pay the fee because we take care of transportation, logistics, gear, and you know anything that you'd normally have to mess with. And so we do have a bass fishing team um, at school through a club sport. And yeah. that's, they're, you know, like you said, they're competitive. They've maybe grown up doing it. I think they do mm-hmm. get some new members, but we think this will be a really nice gateway for people to come in. Maybe they fished with you know their parent or their grandparent or yeah. something growing up, but they're in college. They don't have room for gear or their roommates don't want to smell the gear. Uh, <laughs> so we have a great facility. We'll keep all that gear for them, and then they can come check out uh, gear on their own, go out on their own. Or they can come on an organized uh, excursion with us. Yeah, awesome. That's what I like about it. It's a it's it's an option to to learn. Uh, you'll have the folks there to help teach, but you can also take it and go on your own as well. Um, as we were chatting before the show, you mentioned the opportunity for the the community too to be able to to rent out and 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 get some of that gear. So you're not only reaching the the students, but you're reaching the community as well. Sure. Yeah. So if you go, I know you've got the website in the background, but um, our our main focus is students for mm-hmm. the trips, and we do offer a little bit of a discount on rentals for them. But we rent all of the, our gear to the public, 
and people come from Nashville. Um, some people come from Chattanooga even because there aren't a lot of places that rent out sure. high quality gear right. at such a great rate. So if you go on the website, you can see, you know, to rent a kayak for the weekend and we like our weekends. So it's Friday to Monday, oh, yeah. um, you know, long weekends every weekend. I think it's like 30 or $35 for a kayak, um, which you go to a lot of the, you know, rental places around town and it's 30 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, you do have to come pick it up on your own, but we have inflatable kayaks and stand up paddle boards that will roll down and fit basically in any vehicle. Um, so yeah, it's a great thing that the community can take advantage of. What a great way to try it out too, yeah. you know, without having to go out and invest a lot of money, you know, in, in buying your own gear to begin with and mm-hmm. try it out, figure out what you like and then, you know, uh, go from there. So. Right. Yeah, we see a lot of students. They'll come in and they'll they'll take a kayak class um, in the pool, and then they'll come on a whitewater trip, and they'll come a couple times, and maybe they'll get hired with us, or they'll love it so much they'll then go buy their uh-huh. own gear. So we've you know instilled some safety and some baseline uh, education for the sport, so people go out. You know, whitewater kayaking is dangerous, mm-hmm. but we teach it very safely, and then um, it's great when I see students come back a couple years later, as I'll see on Instagram, they're out boating larger rivers than I'm even comfortable doing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. Like, That's awesome. I taught them a little bit. Now, yeah. that please seat. come back and work. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's a great way to try it. We have all ni- name brand equipment. Um, this grant's going to help us get even more equipment yeah. that uh, we hope that students and the public can come take advantage of. Well, uh, you said, you know, you fished a little bit, but you're not you're not the, the big fisherman. You got some folks in there helping you out. Uh, I know you said you had one guy that's really excited about the fact that fishing was coming to be a part of this. So you'll have a crew there to help, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I was telling uh, a couple of you guys that the joke around the office is that all I talk about is fishing now. <laughs> and I'm terrible at fishing. Um, I like it. I grew up doing it a little bit. But uh, I was like, I need to hire people. So I reached yeah. out to the bass team. It's like, hey, who wants to come work for us? Uh-huh. Uh, we're giving jobs away. <laughs> uh, I have, I had a girl on staff already, Megan. She's big into bass fishing. Awesome. So that's great. Um, she also helps lead backpacking trips. So we want to do backpacking, and we'll bring some rods and fish from those trips. And then Zach, he is uh, a fly fisherman. And so he's, like, telling me all these things. And I'm like, just you come in, we'll buy it, you buy it. <laughs> I'll give you the, the number, you know, how to do it, we'll but I don't understand happen. what you're saying. Yeah, that's cool. That should be fun. I mean, there's a lot of uh, good um, fly fishing opportunities not too far from, from campus. I mean, you could be there in a couple hours or less. Yeah, right. So, I mean, you don't have to be fly waters. It could be ponds and everything. It's fun to fly fish, uh-huh. you know. We've got a little pond on campus, and I had fisheries come out and look at it. They said that it's a little too shallow to stock. I was really hoping because it's like a five-minute walk from my office. Right. <laughs> but we have um, like five or six-inch bluegills in there. Uh-huh. And so Zach and I took paddle boards out there uh, in the fall, and he was he caught like 30 uh, little bluegill oh, from wow. the paddleboard fly fishing. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so even, you know, we're not taking those out. We're leaving them. Of course, but it's a nice way we can walk over a one minute drive over and have fly fishing classes and test your skills. You know, yeah. instead of just throwing it into a field or casting into a field sure. or the gym, they can catch a little bluegill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do remember as one of my rec classes was it was a fishing class. Uh, I guess they still offer those. Uh, probably as an elective, but I, I did out in the yard or in the gym. We were casting, and we went on the boat a couple times and, nice. and did that. Yeah. 
Uh, golf was also a fun one, you know, at college. I did that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but is golf part of the outdoor rec stuff? Or? It's it's not. It's You can take it as an elective, like a yeah. PE class. When I was in grad school, I was teaching golf. Oh, yeah. Um, really just playing golf with the students. But uh, <laughs> no, the golf and kind of the other sports are through um, – like club sports or, you know, PE classes. Right, right, right. Well, um, you're not the only college doing this, right? I mean, this this is uh, something that folks around the country are doing. Right. Correct? Yeah. yeah. There's a whole, there's a huge organization uh, or a network of universities that do this. Uh, you know, MTSU is 20,000 people. I'd say a couple thousand people know who we are. Mm -hmm. So even within the school, it's kind of hard to get our name out there and and market to students just because there's so many offerings at the school. But um, in Tennessee, there are, you know, we've got UT Knoxville, UT Chattanooga, East Tennessee State, Austin P State. I believe Tennessee Tech has a brand new outdoor program. And each of those places have full-time staff like myself with students, um, you know, that we're getting these Tennessee college students outside enjoying yeah. nature and uh, and just building relationships with each other, which is a great thing. Yeah, absorbing that vitamin D. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes, and, and a lot of us focus, too, on uh, not only education but leadership. We teach them skills that they can, you know, learn to, you know, climb or kayak, but then we will talk about how they can apply that to the classroom or in their job out of college. So we're mm-hmm. kind of transferable skills um, that we can instill into our students. Neat. Well, uh, you know, looking at the website here, uh, mtsu.edu, uh, you can click through and get to to campus rec and outdoors, um, or just Google search MTOP, MTSU, it should pull it right up. But uh, you see pictures of hiking, uh, you see pictures of, of skiing, and it looks like uh, maybe some cave explore, exploration and, and splunking or something here going on. Tell us, what's one of the... the events or the trips that sticks out in your mind that y'all have done that people it might encourage people to come check y'all out so i think our our most popular trips are our water-based trips okay Uh, you know if you have a vehicle you're familiar with you know a lot of the state parks are near a lot of people are comfortable going hiking on their own Uh um maybe even you know flat water kayaking um but we offer you know whitewater rafting whitewater kayaking so we go through a company for the rafting down on the okobe river but for the kayaking we'll go down to the hawassi which is a class two whitewater river and we'll take some jackson kayaks um you know we've got the skirt the helmet uh the full full setup and we'll have four or five guides you know helping we require them to come to a kayak session in the pool first just to learn how to not necessarily roll over, but how to wet exit safely. Definitely. And, you know, we'll get students that have never been on whitewater coming on those trips. And it's a little overwhelming sometimes when you're the leader. <laughs> um, it can be luck- scary at times. Yeah, luckily, you know, we've never had any major injuries on any of our trips. What we find is that when we're out on the water, we're helping rescue other people. So other groups or individuals. Um, so they didn't quite have that training <laughs> right. prior and to and you're like, involved. well, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do we do here? And uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna help people if we see uh, a need for that. But yeah. Yeah, sure. I'd say I'd say water-based trips. We do um, some larger trips, like you see the skiing. We we usually go out to Colorado to ski and snowboard. Awesome. 
right now, but instead I'm here with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, COVID, for travel restrictions yeah. uh, for the school. Um, so those are a little bit more expensive, but they're still, we get we take 50 or 60 people, and uh, so we get a nice group rate, and it's cheaper to come, you know, with us. We, we have alumni that come with us because, like, 50s, 60s, they're still coming back because it's way cheaper. They'll bring the whole family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just because they get the the school's deal. Sure. I'm going to have to go on your email list. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do a podcast from the mountain. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, I like the sound of that. <laughs> Up the ski lift. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I think uh, that's it's great that, to see these opportunities for, for these guys. And like we said earlier, um, you know, they're younger folks and they're 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 in a new place. They're you know in college now and they don't have the family, but they've got a little bit of time outside of studies that they can get out and enjoy the outdoors. And it's another another way for them to meet people and just get out and, and enjoy what what's out there. So yeah, and another um, kind of student population that we try to target are non traditional students. Yeah, exactly. Um, so students over the age of twenty five uh, coming back to school. Maybe they're in grad school. Maybe it's undergrad. But they have families, mm-hmm. and a lot of times they, um, you know, they're, most schools are we're looking at the traditional students for programming, and we have a great program on campus that targets the non-trad students, and we actually did a program with them at Longhunter State Park uh, oh, back yeah. in September, uh-huh. and um, you guys came out, y'all brought the trailer full of fishing gear, oh, yeah. David was baiting lines mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, so I think we had like 30 or 40 people come out. It was a free event for them. We we covered that cost. I think they just paid for fishing licenses. Yeah. But they were bringing their kids. We were taking them kayaking. <laughs> so that's something, you know, we, we love doing. Yeah. Uh, all those programs for, for any age student. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about what you're going to do. I think it's great uh, to incorporate fishing. And uh, I'm just excited about the possibilities and opportunities moving moving forward, especially and maybe in expand this program to other colleges. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be it'll be great. But it's fun. I'm glad it started at MTSU. I, I mean, That's right. I got a little bit of uh, love there as I was a Blue Raider for a few years. But and um, my daughter as well. Yeah, yeah, graduated in 2012. So yeah, yeah. good school. We mentioned state parks. I wanted to throw this out there. State parks offers a lot of fishing opportunities. Yep. Um, I mean, there's, if I'm not mistaken, 40 plus different uh, parks that have lakes across the state that you right. can fish from, whether it's on a, a private lake or whether it's touching one of our bigger lakes in Tennessee. Uh, if you heard the show last week, we talked about um, the fishing trail thing that's coming up, Bill Dance Fishing uh, Trail. Signature lakes. Signature yeah. lakes. And, uh, you know, a couple of those state parks touch those as well. So right. a lot of fishing opportunity in our state parks. But that's a good place to take them and a good place to hang out. I'm glad we were able to be a part of that first program or that yeah. family. Yeah, event. we've done, I think we've done two with you now. We, uh, I've, uh, MTOP and myself have worked closely with a adventure club out of Nashville, Abundant Life Adventure Club. Okay, yeah. And they had a camp out for 30 people last year. I helped, we helped do that. And um, they did fishing. That was at Bledsoe Creek State Park. And then um, we did this last one at Long Hunter. We had 70, so more oh, than wow. doubled. Mm-hmm. Mostly new campers. And uh, David brought the trailer on again and had a bunch of people. We awesome. caught some catfish and bass. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, awesome. I'm excited. I think it's going to be awesome to oh, see yeah. what y'all do. Yeah. Uh, Sky's the limit. Yeah. Uh, well, check them out. mtsu.edu slash campusrec slash outdoors or just Google it. Uh, MTSU MTOP. And uh, that'll pull it up. But uh, 
I'm sure there's some contact information there. Do you want to give out your email if they want to reach out to yeah, you directly? It's, it's uh, blake.osborne, O-S-B-O-R-N, at mtsu.edu. And um, we don't have our own social media, but if you follow us at MTSU Campus Life, that's where we post all of our information. Uh, we'll definitely be doing some giveaways. We got um, some grant funds that we're going to buy some swag with, some, some fishing gear. Um, we'll do a couple contests. So if you're following that account, um, that's how you're going to win some nice prizes. Awesome. Good Sounds deal. Good. Sounds good. Well, Blake, I appreciate it. I'm glad uh, glad uh, y'all got this uh, grant, and I'm excited about what it's going to do. Excited you're going to get back into fishing a little bit. That's right. I'm excited. I, I uh, bought my license, my annual license, got a freezer that... Um, we're trying to stock up with some deer meat, and I'm going to go to the lake and catch some trout. There you go. And uh, somehow figure that out. <laughs> maybe maybe you guys can come do a podcast on uh, cleaning and cooking. Right. There you go. Look yeah. Recipes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, Blake, thank you. Don, thank you. Sure do. And uh, this is Tennessee Wildcast. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week.